That one driven deep right field. Thank you, go. Gone for Morgan Chris. And Vincent Chamberlain. That ball. Going to the wall. Chamberlain the second for this first hit. Mounted second, going to third. With his first hit of the season. So, and the pitch. That one swung deep to left. And that one's gone! Savvy Seaman with a three-run shot. And the Warhawks take the lead. This year marks the 10th anniversary of the UW-Whitewater men's basketball team winning their third national championship in program history. In this podcast, you'll hear from players Cordell Young, Cody Odegaard, 2012 D3 National Player of the Year Chris Davis, as well as team manager A.J. Bocchini, head coach Pat Miller, and former UW-Whitewater play-by-play voice Gary Douglas as I talked to them about it already being 10 years since that national championship. With the success of the school's football program just coming off a third straight national championship in 2011, Many around the men's basketball program, such as guard Cody Odegaard and former broadcaster Gary Douglas, didn't set the expectations high going into the magical season, despite the team going 19-7 and during the 2010-2011 campaign. I don't think expectations really for us were super high going into the season. I think we all knew we were still fairly young. We obviously had a lot of sophomores. CD was the one senior that, that played a lot, but... Um, I just think that expectations were, weren't super high and we didn't really realize how how good we were and how good our team chemistry was probably until about end of December, January. We had a lot of the same players come back from the previous year. Big difference, of course, is Cordell Young. Um, a freshman starting on a point as a point guard on a team is pretty impressive. Um, the year before, the team was good. They weren't great, but they were good. So the expectations for me was pretty much they'll be in the mix, should be in the mix for the conference championship, and then if they play well enough, they might be able to get into the big dance and then see what happens from there. So my expectations weren't all that high, but I thought that we could have a good year. Warhawks started the 2011-2012 campaign with eight straight victories, and for many, including manager A.J. Belchini and guard Cordell Young, to them, their first loss up at UW-Stevens Point was when they really started to feel that that season could be a special one. No, I, I'd say after the, after the point game, after the point game on, the, on the road, where um, we, we came back from down, I think we came back from down 20 that game, if I'm not mistaken, and we came back right on 20. I think I think Davis had about four, Davis, had, Davis had 40, and I think we we knew then we had something special as a, as, a, as a team. So it was always you know competitive at Stevens Point. Um, you know we we took our losses pretty tough, but we learned from them. You know we didn't lose often that year, and when we did, you know we went back to the film room. We we broke down what we did wrong, what we needed to correct. Miller. You know, and our assistants did a great job of, you know, pinpointing, you know, the, the weaknesses in our offense and defense. And the next time we, we came out, we, you know, we picked it up. Davis has it, able to drive down the lane and finger rolls it up for two. As Davis has it down low, spin move, goes baseline, can't get it to go, battle for the loose ball. Davis gets it again, goes left hand and gets it to go. Edmonds, Edmonds ahead to Davis. Davis with the jumper. Edmonds will throw this one in, gets it to Davis, puts up the three, gets it to go, 
at the buzzer. UW Whitewater won the conference outright with the help of a buzzer beater from National Player of the Year Chris Davis in a 55-53 win over UW River Falls on the road. But the team fell in the conference tournament championship against UW River Falls at home that year before getting the nod into the NCAA tournament. The Warhawks took advantage of the home court on the way to the Final Four with big performances including two 30-point games from Davis and a 29-point performance from Cody Odegaard that helped get Whitewater to their first Final Four appearance since 1989. Uh, it was always great. Um, playing in front of your fans is always rewarding. Um, to get back to our, you know, our community to represent what we're trying to do and try to represent our university. Um, so when we got our fans there, all we want to do is kind of make them proud and make them understand that we're here for them as well, just like they're here for us. So we just try to come out and make everybody proud throughout that run. Um, for many years before that, we didn't never make it out of the second round. So it was about our time um, to obviously get us out the second round and change the dynamic of uh, Whitewater basketball. Bryson with it on the left side, up top to Davis. His first shot of the game is good. Meanwhile, on the other side is stuffed by Davis. Davis with a touchdown low against Vaughn. Got low. Just working his way. Easy bucket for Chris. Cordell going to attack nice. the move. Nice pass to Davis. Davis puts up the shot. <laughs> With many Whitewater students celebrating a St. Paddy's Day weekend, the UW-Whitewater men's basketball team set their sights on a national championship in Salem, Virginia at the Salem Civic Center the following week. Whitewater survived their first test of the Final Four by beating the MIT 71-56 in the semifinals with 30 points from Chris Davis and a double-double of 10 points and 10 rebounds from Elkhorn native Eric Bryson. In the next game for all the marbles, the Warhawks found themselves down 10 at the half and down 18 with 13 minutes to go against Cabrini, including 11 early second-half points from John Boyd. In less than a three-minute stretch, freshman guard Cordell Young helped propel the comeback with six points in that three-minute stretch to get the Warhawks back in it. 49-46 with 9.41 to go before Chris Davis tied the game at 55 with a three-pointer with 3.19 to go. After Boyd's first three points since early in that half, to cut the lead to one, senior Alex Edmonds hit two free throws from the line to make it 63-60. Cabrini missed their chance at tying the game on three-point three attempts from John Boyd and Aaron Walton-Moss as the Warhawks brought that title home. Yeah, Cordell basically took over the game, him and Chris Davis. Um, Cabrini was good, uh, very skilled. Um, I never really worried about the outcome, but I was concerned. Uh, we just hadn't been playing really well, but it just seemed like there was a point where Chris Davis just proved why he was the player of the year. And he just became the man playing with boys. Everybody is on their feet here at the Salem Civic Center as we are set to go for the final 10.0 seconds of regulation play. Wilton Moss looking for the inbound. Gets it to Boyd. Boyd working against Murr. Boyd driving against Murr. Almost lost the handle on it. Throws up a desperation shot. No good. Rebound loose on the floor. Deep three from the corner. No good. And the Warhawks are the national champions. They have come from 18 points down. And they have defeated Cabrini here in Salem. The final score. Whitewater 63 and Cabrini 60. The confetti is coming down from the high ceiling here at the Salem Civic Center as Pat Miller, who won a national championship in 1989 
as the captain of the Warhawk men's basketball team. Has won one as a coach. And the Warhawk trophy case is going to get a little bit more crowded now at the Williams Center. As the Warhawks have the wallet and gold out at center. One of the small contributors to the 2012 national championship was Lucas Burns. Burns, to many, felt like an addition to the coaching staff on the bench for the Warhawks. Burns passed away from cancer in 2020 and owned popular Whitewater restaurant 841 Brewhouse and gave back to many of UW-Whitewater's athletic programs. Many remember him for his contributions to that national championship He was squad. kind of a conscience of the team. He was the guy that always made sure everybody was on practice at time. He was the guy that always made sure everybody was on the bus on time. He was the guy that just, if they were slumping for some reason, he'd fire them up. He didn't play that much, played very, very little, but he was the guy, he was, he was, he was your ultimate team player. I, I have millions of favorite memories from him. Like just great guy, he was funny, you know, kept good leadership, kept the team loose. Um, embraced his role and you know he's a he, he was just a great person and a great asset the national to the championship team. in 2012 head coach pat miller became a national championship winning player and coach at uw whitewater miller was a captain in the prior national championship under dave augie Vandermeulen in 1989 according to former play-by-play -play voice gary douglas miller was more happy that he led his players to a national title Pat kind of downplayed a little bit uh, from a player standpoint. What he was most proud of was being a coach and coaching players to a national championship. I remember him in the post conf uh, the press conference talking a lot about, you know, he couldn't really compare it because he was a player way back when and, you know, now he was a coach, but he was very proud of coaching a team to a national championship. I remember, I remember him saying that. The 2012 National Championship for the UW-Whitewater men's basketball team changed the perception of what many on the outside think now UW-Whitewater athletics. Prior to that year, many viewed Whitewater as just a football school with the success of the program's six current national championships. The 2012 basketball title fed off that success, and the other teams at Whitewater fed off it as well, as Whitewater saw more national success from other teams on campus, including the 2014 trifecta. And I don't know if it was Lance Leipold who said it, or maybe it was even John Vodalinch, I'm not sure, but it, there was just a synergy with all the sports, because everybody was playing at such a high level. It was just, it was just such a great feeling to be around Warhawk Athletics at that time. It was just, it was just amazing. The 2012 National Championship for the UW-Whitewater men's basketball team helped pave the way for another title. As two seasons later, some of the players on the 2012 National Championship team, including Cordell Young, Cody Odegaard, Alex Merg, Eric Bryson, and Steve Egan, helped bring another title home with a 75-73 win over Williams that included Bryson locking up current Miami Heat guard Duncan Robinson on defense and Young's iconic coast-to-coast -coast game winning layup with less than a second to go to get the win. Members of the 2012 team and former play-by-play -play announcer Gary Douglas, along with head coach Pat Miller, talk about how that title led to the next one. Well, a lot of those guys had experience, so they, they were part of that as freshmen or sophomores, and that carried over. And you know, we had some of the core guys and then some new guys. So I think just having that experience and the expectation to win led to the trifecta in 2014, which was a pretty, pretty remarkable feat. So pretty much, you know, we, we had what it takes to, uh, to make it there in 2012. And when you got guys, you know, who were on the earlier team, they, you know, we developed that experience. 
know, obviously we've, we've been there in 2012, so we knew what it took to get back there. It wasn't easy, as it never is, but, you know, we, we had the experience, you know, we grinded it out, we got the wins we needed in the tournament, we made it back, and, uh, you know, my thing was, if we're going to make it to the championship, we got to win it. We can't make it and lose. So, e either we don't get there, or we win it all. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Podcasts on D-Shot. Feel free to give any of the other episodes a listen, as a lot of them have some great, exciting content, as well as some great interviews. Don't forget to give my Facebook page a like, Daniel Shotler Journalist, as well as give me a follow on Twitter or Instagram at dshot1992. Don't forget to subscribe if you're on Google Podcasts or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find this. And hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening and have a good day.